0: Chimes Radio, Original Podcast Hello everybody, did you hear the story of Rama? If you have, I am sure you will have several questions about why he insisted on going to the forest despite being stopped by his father, after being called back by his brother and even after the entire Ayodhya wanted him to stay back. Well, That is Rama, the one who followed rules at any cost. The rules that he needed to follow as a son, as a king, as a friend, as a master and as a husband. He was the most loving husband who fought the fiercest demon to save his wife but at the same time also did not accept her until she proved her loyalty to him. That's quite strange, isn't it? But Sita, his wife, didn't blink an eyelid when she was asked to prove her loyalty. She fearlessly entered fire and emerged unharmed, proving to the world of her faithfulness. So Ramayana is not just about Rama. Sometimes it's also called Sita Charitam. For without Sita, there can be no Ramayana. Sita who was also called Janaki, being Janaka's daughter, Maithili as the princess of Mithila and Vaidehi from the land of Videha, was an ideal woman, fearless and strong. If someone could question and counter Rama, it was only Sita. Sita's father Janaka was a much revered king of Mithila. He loved his people and took part in every activity of theirs. Once, he had to plough the land as a part of a ritual for a yajna or a sacrifice. While doing so, he was obstructed by something hard, which he thought could be a rock. When the place was dug to free the plough, they found a chest. Yes, something like a treasure chest. What do you think was there inside? Gold? Silver? Coins? Nah. It was a baby. Yes. There was a beautiful baby inside the chest. Who put the baby in there? No one knows. Chanaka was overjoyed to see the baby. He cuddled the baby and called her Sita. Meaning a furrow. Since She was found while ploughing the field, making a furrow or a groove. She is also called Avanija and Bhumija, meaning the daughter of earth, since she was taken out from the earth. Sita was growing up to be a wise and brave child. She would question wise men and women about life and its ways and thus gained all the knowledge. She also displayed some divine powers at times. Once, when she was still a little girl and was playing with her sisters Urmila, Mandovi and Shruti Kirti, a ball that she was playing with rolled behind a huge trunk that was very heavy for any human being to even remotely move. This trunk had a huge bow of Lord Shiva called Pinaka placed on top of it. This bow was a gift to Janaka from Lord Shiva. Sita, just with her little finger, moved the entire trunk to get her ball. Janaka witnessed this and realized that Sita was no ordinary child. She was divine. And so, even her wedding was to be decided by this big bow of Lord Shiva. It was announced by Janaka that whoever lifts this bow and strings it will be the one to marry Sita. Who else but Prince Rama could break this mighty bow? He was the prince who had the fame of destroying the fierce, teminous Tataka and reviving Ahalya, sage Gautama's wife, from her curse. Entire Mithila was eagerly waiting for him and so did Sita. She married Rama after he broke the bow and left with him to Ayodhya. Her sisters also married Rama's three brothers. Life was never the same for Sita after she reached Ayodhya. It was time for Rama's coronation and you know what happened. He had to leave for the forest to keep his father's promise made to Kaikeyi. While it was only Rama who was to go to the forest, Sita could have stayed back at the palace. But would she do that? She insisted that she would accompany Rama. Rama explained to her the hardships that one goes through in the forest. Living with wild beasts infested with demons, struggle finding food and water and shelter, coarse and thorny path to walk on, and that it's anything but safe in the forest. Sita being who she was, fearless and determined, reminded Rama about her duties towards him as a wife, as a partner in his life. She couldn't choose to stay in luxuries without him. She would follow her husband no matter what. What then? Rama had to heed to her strong resolve and she went along, unknown to her what lay ahead. Sita left the luxuries of life for the love she had for Rama, to adhere to her duties as a wife and to stand by her rights as a woman. In the forest, Sita met With the wives of several sages who gave her many insights into life and shared their experiences with her. They lived and moved happily around the forest and reached a place called Panchavati, a beautiful forest on the banks of river Godavari. The place was known for notorious demons not to leave out demonesses or the Rakshasis. One day, As Rama, Sita and Lakshmana were busy with their chores in their kutira or the hermitage, a demoness called Shurpanaka loitering around the place happened to see Rama and was immediately attracted to him. She approached him and urged him to marry her. Rama refused saying he was already married and Sita who was around there was his wife. Shurpanaka, unable to accept this rejection, in a rage attacked Sita. Lakshmana swiftly pulled out his sword and cut off her nose. Screaming and wailing, Shurpanaka left the place. Clearly, this was not a nice thing to happen. The three of them could sense some big trouble approaching since they learnt that Shurpanaka was the sister of Ravana of fears, Rakshasa, whom even the gods feared. They realized that they had to be more cautious and watch out for troubles and troublemakers. But when it is time for trouble, guess we all lose our ability to sense what could be real and what is not, or what is true and what is false. That's precisely what happened to even Sita, One day, she saw a golden deer moving around near her hermitage. She was so attracted to it and insisted that Rama should get it for her. Rama for a while thought that it could be a fake deer. But since Sita refused to believe that it could be fake and decide to have it, he ran chasing the deer, instructing Lakshmana to not leave Sita alone. After a while, Sita and Lakshmana had Rama, screaming for help. Sita immediately ordered Lakshmana to leave and look for Rama. While Lakshmana was hesitant, knowing completely well that no harm would befall Rama, it could be a fake voice, refused to leave. Sita being extremely anxious for Rama's safety, forced Lakshmana to leave. Lakshmana had no choice but, before leaving, he drew a protective line around the hermitage and requested Sita not to cross it to be safe. Sita agreed. While Lakshmana also was gone, a sage arrived at the entrance of their hermitage and called for bhiksha, or alms, as they usually do in the forest. Sita brought some offerings and was about to hand them over to the sage from within the protective line. But the sage refused in anger, saying he wouldn't accept anything that is offered without trust. He also said that he would leave the place without accepting her offer, which would be a dishonor for her family. Sita would never let her family down for anything, even if it meant to set herself against great danger. She crossed the line. And you know what happened? The sage was none other than the fierce demon Ravana. At once he grabbed Sita by her hair and put her in his Pushpakavimana, a flying chariot. He chopped off the wings of Jatayu, a vulture who came to save Sita, and fought bravely with Ravana. Sita cried and screamed for help. But Rama was too far away to hear her. She quickly pulled off all her jewels and threw them down to create a trail. These jewels were found by Vanaras, the monkeys who helped Rama in his battle against Ravana. Ravana took Sita to his land, Lanka, and placed her in his palace garden, Ashokavatika. She sat there waiting for Rama ignoring Ravana's threats, bullying and compelling her to marry him and be his queen. Sita was like a rock, strong and sturdy, not showing any signs of fear and having complete faith in Rama that he would come looking for her and rescue her. All the weird-looking demonesses tried to influence her and tell her that it would be hard for Rama to reach Lanka since it was surrounded by the ocean. It would be impossible for anyone to reach the place and rescue her. But nothing deterred Sita as she knew Rama's love for her was immense. He wouldn't rest till he found her and rescued her. Which was in fact the truth. The moment Rama realized Sita was kidnapped, he broke down completely. Completely, weeping profusely, talking to every plant, tree, flower, animal, anything that he found around, inquiring about Sita. He was moving around desperately, without eating, without sleeping. Sometimes, if he did fall asleep, being tired, he would wake up with a jolt and call her name out. Lakshmana couldn't bear to see his brother's plight. Sita, on the other hand, living in Ashoka Vatika, sleeping on the ground with maligned clothes, not eating, not drinking, praying every second for Rama's safety and his arrival, protecting herself from the taunts and torturous words of the demonesses and the threats by Ravana, just about managed to stay alive. One day, when she couldn't bear the sorrow any more, she was wondering how long she would survive such a life. Hanuman arrived and spoke to her about Rama's safety, his friendship with Sugriva and that they would soon be in Lanka to save her. This gave Sita a fresh breath of life. With this news, she could live a few more days looking forward to Rama's arrival. Rama did arrive with her Rasena, fought the Rakshasas and killed Ravana. It was time for Sita to leave with Rama. Her joy knew no bounds but not for too long. As was the practice those days she had to prove herself as being faithful to Rama alone and not having been carried away by the wealth and valour of Ravana. How would she do that? She chose to give Agni Pariksha, which required her to walk into fire, and if she was faithful, the fire wouldn't consume her, else she would be burnt. Certainly, Sita came out of the fire unharmed, for no one could question her faith and loyalty to Rama, which Rama also knew, of course, but again, the rules had to be followed. After all these encounters, Sita came back to Ayodhya with Rama and Lakshmana. Rama was coronated as the king of Ayodhya and Sita the queen and they lived happily ever after. That's where the story ends in the first ever Ramayana written by Valmiki. There are several other versions, in fact around 300 retellings of Ramayana in various languages over these thousands of years, after Valmiki Ramayana, these versions are not just in India, but also in many other countries across Asia, like Kakawin Ramayana in Indonesia, Hikayat Seri Rama in Malaysia, Maharadia Lavana in Philippines, and Ramakien in Thailand, and many more. The mention of Lakshmana Rekha that he draws to protect Sita does not appear in Valmiki Ramayana. It appears in some of the later versions in Telugu, Uriya and other regional languages. In some versions, Sita takes the form of Mahakali and kills Ravana's older brother called Sahasra Ravana. There is also Uttara Ramayana, wherein it is said that Rama sends Sita to the forest after a few months of their return to Ayodhya since he was informed by his spies that some people were not happy about having Sita as their queen because she lived in Ravana's palace alone. As per the rules of the kingdom, anyone who was not accepted by the people as being faithful and loyal couldn't be their queen. The kings of Sun Dynasty, to which Rama belonged, always put their kingdom, its people and its welfare before their own. Rama also chooses to do that. Rama decided to send Sita to the forest. Sita being left alone in the forest is saved by Sage Valmiki. She gives birth to her twin boys, Lava and Kusha, in the ashram. Sage Valmiki teaches them the entire story of Rama, which they sing on the streets of Ayodhya. Having heard their songs, Rama calls them over to the palace and recognizes them as his sons. Thereafter, he requests Sita to come back to the palace. Sita comes to the palace with sage Valmiki, but does not choose to stay there as the queen, but enters the earth from where she came. While this is the most popular version of the story, there are many other stories that you can read or watch these days. Do read some of these versions and let me know how you like them. Until then, bye-bye.